All right, Adam, I have so much. I have so much to talk to you about. All right, buddy. Been a minute. Yeah. uh, I just complained to you about my personal life (laughs) before the podcast started. Uh, That's a good complaint, though. I like that. But I actually want to tell you something. I want to tell you another personal thing. A little peek into my psychology. So this is going to be our holiday episode. But Uh how do you feel about me telling you a dream that I had? Uh, Sounds good, man. As long as it involves, (laughs) like, nudity or, you know. Oh, it's going to involve nudity. (laughs) (laughs) So this dream, I... This dream I had, you were naked. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, oh, God. I had this dream that I went to this like bar, club. I, can't, I don't know where, who, where it was. And these two girls were like wanting a threesome. And I guess because I seen an episode of TV where this guy had a threesome in this comedy called uh, Love. And it's on Netflix. Anyways, they were like, they took me back to their place and everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. This is great. I went to pull my thing out and it was tiny. It was so tiny. What? It was like half an inch. I was like hard. I was like, are you, oh, oh, God. what's going on? No, it was like a nightmare all of a sudden. And they started like pointing no, at me. It sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> it was a nightmare, dude. And then oh, I woke up. The, the It was so vivid in my, I, I remembered it. Like it was so strong. That feeling I had when I looked down and had nothing, almost nothing there. When I woke up, I was like, oh, check your junk right now. <laughs> Grabbed it and everything. I was like, oh, whew, I'm back to normal. <laughs> Let me ask you this. When you, when you saw it small like that, did you have a desire to be like a, a world leader and dominate? And... <laughs> <laughs> to buy a big truck. I need to get a big truck as soon as possible. <laughs> I want to be president of the United States. That'll help. <laughs> we had a little technical yeah, we had a little issue. Sorry about that. The audio quality is getting better. I see. It sounds much better now. <laughs> I'm not coming across. I kept, I kept seeing my the little bar wasn't moving. I'm like, I know I'm talking loud enough. Why? Is I was, it I was like, well, it's been two, three weeks since I, <laughs> yeah, talked to you on this microphone, and and I was like, hmm, maybe I just been a while since I heard him. I was like, no, he <laughs> should sound much better. <laughs> maybe he just doesn't talk loud anymore. Adam. <laughs> Kenny from from South Park. (laughs) The whole audience is listening. Like, how is he understanding him? Wouldn't that be a great podcast? You just talk to someone like Kenny the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) You're just getting one, sort of like Jay and Silent Bob. You're just getting one perspective audio. (laughs) Oh, that's some great characters, by the way. That's yeah, his whole Silent Bob character. It's great. You know, speaking of dreams, we won't go too much into it, but um. Uh, it's funny cause Renee's mom, she had a, it's an old wives tale, but she had a dream about fish. And whenever you have a dream about fish in the wives tale, someone close to you and your family is pregnant. And that was like, um, like a week before we found out. So that's kind of weird. And then I actually had a dream about having a kid and that was like maybe two or three days before we actually found out. So. That was kind of interesting. It was like the the entity or whatever, the baby that was coming to us was like, hey, guess what? <laughs> I'm coming to see you guys soon. Just want to let you know. I don't know why it made me think of that kid from like Scary Movie 3. It's like, you're pregnant. 
you're six months due. Like he just points at her. <laughs> it reminds me of that kid. Yeah. He's like, you're stepping in dog shit. Points at She's like, oh. Oh my God. God dang. Uh, so a holiday episode. Yep. Yeah. Um, we decided we were just going to talk about Christmas movies, um, Christmas yeah. stories. Vacation and- in particular. In particular, yeah, because Christmas Vacation is like such a beloved Christmas movie. It's it's probably my favorite. I mean, it's right up there, Home Alone, Christmas Story. But Christmas did I, Vacation. Did I tell you? I I don't know if I was going to save this or not. I was like, maybe I already said something, or maybe I already mentioned to him. But I was like, yeah, I was thinking like, I can't wait to see Trump in Christmas Vacation. And I was like, wait, 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 no, 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 your brain is mixing movies, dude. Trump is in <laughs> Home Alone too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. I was like, I was like, no, no, no. Cause I was like, yeah, Chevy Chase and his little son bump into Trump. And I was like, no, 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 (laughs) no, you're totally wrong. (laughs) But they're both John Hughes. So, you know, you know, what's really weird when you rewatch movies, think something, it's sort of like listening to really great music is you'll notice something different about the movie or the song that you didn't notice before. Oh yeah. Like, oh, there's a lot of cowbell right here. I didn't know this. Or oh, this actor, they're definitely wearing a wig in this shot versus the 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 wide shot. Yep. Or whatever. You know, you'll just notice little things like as an adult that you didn't notice growing up watching. Yeah. Especially when like you like you say, when you haven't seen it in a while and you have grown up and you've gone through different things in your life and then you watch it again and you honestly do see different things, like you're like, I didn't or you see the same thing, but you see it in a different way because you're a different person. So you kind of have like a new appreciation for whatever the scene was before that you just kind of overlooked. One thing that really stood out. Yeah. One thing that really stood out to me was, uh, you hitting your microphone. God dang it. Sorry. (laughs) I can hear it. Sorry. I was blowing something off the table. (laughs) You were blowing something under the table. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. Anyways, I'm keeping that in. <laughs> Did it again. What's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyways, I was watching, you know that scene where the cops come out uh, cuz the Ch- Chevy Chase's boss in Christmas Vacation gets kidnapped by yeah. Randy Quaid. Yep. Um dude, total Tonal shift and like camera POV of cops running up to the car, uh, to the house and the cops mm-hmm. cars pulling it. It's like a total different movie. All of a sudden I was like, Whoa, it's like, I never noticed this. It's like when you shoot stuff in comedy with especially police officers, it's always in a wide shot of cops to being goofy and showing up. And, but this all of a sudden it was like, huh, bad boys, what you going, what you going to do? It's like POV and running up with the cops to the door with the thing to the bus, the door smashing like, in the windows. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Whoa, yeah. this is like, so like documentary style all of a sudden, like <laughs> POV of the po- cops going, huh, let's get ready. You know, it's like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah i was like that stood out to me so much i was like whoa this uh, camera work it's definitely something not not something that actual i know it's a comedy but actual police force would not do that in a hostage situation no <laughs> they would not just barge yeah. in yep. <laughs> it wasn't like naked gun where like a bunch of goofy looking cops are obviously comedic actors you know yeah. drive up hit the pole and freeze you know like it wasn't like it wasn't like that until they got in the house 
Yeah. Then they started acting like goofy. Yeah. They went a little overboard actors. on that with the. Yeah. I was like, whoa. Swinging in. <laughs> yeah. It was like, you know, that movie, uh, Resident Evil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with uh, what's her face from Fifth Element? Milo. Oh, yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, Mila uh, Mila. Jokovic. You, they, you know that scene where they all bust in with the ropes and like. Yep. It was like that. I was like that. I was like, whoa, what the heck is happening? It's like a music video all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah, you don't think about it before, but like, yeah, when I remember seeing, like, watching it recently and noticing that, like, man, that got really intense all of a sudden. It might have been done, like, you know, it, it might have been done with second unit, like a second unit director might have done that. Yeah, maybe that's why. Yeah, they shot it like afterwards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we gotta have this very intense scene because <laughs> cousin Eddie just kidnapped his boss and. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> so speaking of Cousin Eddie, I was watching the second one, European Vacation. Yeah, yeah. I was like, something's really missing from this one. And I was like, oh, and I, I realized it when Cousin Eddie shows up in Christmas Vacation. I was like, Randy Quaid. Cousin Eddie. Yep. It, didn't, it doesn't have Cousin Eddie in it. I was like, yep. that's what it's missing. It's like that relationship is so funny. between him the only and, one, too. I think so too. Yeah, I think it's yeah. the only one where he doesn't. He's not in it because he's in yep. Vegas Vacation and he's in. He's um, in his, uh, and then Christmas the Vacation one. is the only Christmas Vacation too. Is the only is the only sequel to the sequel. I don't know if you knew there was a Christmas Christmas Vacation too. Yeah, it's on uh, Red Letter Media's Best yeah. of the Worst. They, yep. It's really bad movie. <laughs> That's what I heard. I haven't seen it, but it looks from the cover alone. It looks terrible. Cousin yeah, Eddie's it's definitely island. a cash grab. <laughs> but yeah, that whole relationship between Cousin Eddie and Chevy Chase, oh my God, oh, it works so well. And all the ones too. It works in every one. Like it works in the original Vacation, Christmas Vacation, and Vegas. Like all three, they're just it's very solid. You really, you really feel like when you're watching these movies, the casting is done so well. Like mm-hmm. they're very well casted. Yeah. Um, like the boy, I'm sure you noticed this now, the boy that plays his son at Christmas Vacation, he's on, um, what's that show? Big Bang Theory? Yeah. He's, uh, I can't remember that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Uh, you definitely notice him now, like looking yeah. back, like, oh. And what's her name? The actress, uh, Audrey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blank now. Yeah. She's pretty famous. Um, she's in a lot of stuff. She's in that movie. Oh, uh, yeah. I mostly remember her from what's that vampire movie by uh, not directed by Quentin Tarantino, but he's in it. Oh yeah, uh, Dusk of Dawn. Dust Dawn, yeah, yeah, with uh, George Clooney. I remember yep. she's in it. I remember her from What's Eating Gilbert Grape. It's one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, she's in that too. <laughs> yeah, she's in a lot of good stuff. It's one of my favorite movies. So good. Um. But yeah. So, did you notice anything in the European Vacation movie? That was related to our last podcast. Let me think. Did you watch it? <laughs> I watched. I didn't find the the actual movie, but I did watch some clips. Like clips. Yeah. Did you notice the overeating scene? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Audrey's yes. overeating, and she's like, yes, I was yes. like, that is that is like that YouTube fetish thing where yep. people overeat on camera. That is funny. I do remember that scene too. <laughs> Cause I rewatched it. And I was like, Hey, this, we were just talking about this. Like she's yep. getting so full. <laughs> it was her dream sequence. Yeah. Her oh, eating. Yeah. That's right. Overeating. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I totally forgot about that. Cause I watched yeah. it. And I was like, I love this. This is so weird <laughs> and scary, but funny at the same time. Yep. 
He just I keeps bringing her food. Yep. Oh my god, that was. I gotta. I have to find that. I gotta try to find the whole movie. But I love the scene where they're. Uh, I watched the scene again where they they're having the guy take it take their picture. Like he's he's lining them up. Okay, stand a little closer. Look closer here. He takes off. <laughs> the towing guy. He's <laughs> like, good. Then they stand in the, they stand in the fountain. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes off running. I'm out. Well, that's how the porno Everybody's gets pure. out. That's how the yeah, porno yep. of them gets out. Right. It's so yep. good. Because he's like, you deleted that, right, Sparky? <laughs> you know, I was really surprised like how well made these movies are. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, for a comedy, these movies are like shot well. They have John all these Hughes, extras. Man. They have all these yeah. extras and the in the and it's in Europe and all these these you know famous locations like yep it's just crazy like I was just like man they really put a lot of effort in making these movies and getting all yeah. the extras and that's not cheap no not at all it's and the guy good, I man. can't remember his name but the guy from Monty Python oh my god he's so freaking funny in the European one yep oh my god he's <laughs> Well, he's like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. And he's like bleeding. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. his legs are all messed up. God dang. My favorite part is when he, when he, when he's chasing that guy. Uh, oh, they're, yeah. they're chasing after the guy that kidnapped um, plays his wife. Oh, yeah, Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah, yeah. He's cha- he's he's chasing her right. And when he got, when she got kidnapped, and they go to that fountain, and then he goes to like punch him. He brings him out of the water to go punch him. It's the Monty Python guy again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. oh hello. <laughs> he's like, oh, <laughs> oh God, man. that was so funny. I don't know whose idea was that to put the Monty Python actor there. That that was great. Yeah, like that was such a because it could have just been the kidnapper, right? You know, they could have yeah. just. One thing I noticed too about rewatching these is like that's lost uh, a lot nowadays in movies and TV is constant little funny things like that don't need to be there but add so much to the story and add so much to the characters mm-hmm. you this is something that's been lost in comedy that i noticed uh because comedies are so set in reality now they're so like base reality mm-hmm. like the whole uh this is not i love judd apatow but judd apatow in particular uh has set this tone of like everything is very real and the character stuff is the funny, like the quips and the dialogue is funny. Yeah. But there's yeah. not really much in between that. That's kind of funny. Like I, I don't want to say background stuff, but yeah, background stuff. Like I was rewatching, um, for instance, this, I rewatched a bunch of old eighties movies. I rewatched weekend at Bernie's. I was like, I haven't seen this since I was a kid. I'm going to rewatch it. And dude, that movie is elevated so much by just the constant little funny things in it. Other than just Bernie's not dead. He's alive. And they're like walking with him, you know, and pretending he's alive. But there's actually a lot of little funny setup stuff in the beginning. Like when they're in New York, it's really, really hot. And like his shoes are like sticking to the roof and like the <laughs> melting, literally melting. Like you wouldn't have that in a Judd Apatow movie where the yeah. guy's shoes are literally melting to the roof. Or when he runs to, to the elevator, it's super crowded. And he's like, excuse me, excuse He's trying to get to the girl he likes. And it's mm-hmm. like, it was like that uh, family guy sketch of the Chinese guy stole a wallet. And he's like, I can't get to him. And he's like, he's yeah. so super crowded in the elevator. <laughs> it was pretty much saying New York City sucks. Yeah. All these little funny things about New York City. And he's like, uh, he's like shoulder to shoulder, trying to get to the girl to, you know, say something to her. You yeah. don't see that in comedies no more. It's always just, oh, I say things that are funny. 
there is no funny physical stuff anymore. Like it's not to say I hate that per se. It's just you don't see it anymore. Yeah. And it's really weird. Like rewatching older comedies and stuff. There's so much little fun stuff, and not even necessarily comedy movies. Like I was, I watched clips like Back to the Future again. I've seen the movie so many times. There's a lot of little fun things in that too. Like little fun little like, like um, yeah, it's on um John F. Kennedy Drive. Who the hell is John F. Kennedy? You know, but the way he, <laughs> but the way he says it is just so like, in his reaction to it, it wasn't dialogue. It was just the way. Uh, Michael J. Fox reaction, like uh, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, like oh god, don't mess with the time continuum. You know what I mean, like right. you don't see that as much anymore. Like it's just oh, dialogue has to be funny, only the dialogue, not like not the situational stuff, right? And the interaction between the actors and that kind of scene. Yeah, it's very yeah. focused on that, and I noticed the Christmas vacation and the like. Uh, she kept going back to turn the light on, switch on the uh, the ant or whatever. Uh-huh. Because she was going into like the utility room, and that's what was causing the lights, you know. And that oh yeah, Chevy Chase is like having a mental breakdown because he doesn't know why <laughs> the lights. You know what I mean? Like, and we've all been kept... there. We can we can all relate to that too. We're like, oh my god, why? Why is this thing not working? <laughs> and then it works, and then it doesn't. Yeah, that's that's man. That's one of the best scenes too. When she turns it on, when Beverly Angelo figures out. it out. Yeah. She's like, that was always a, <laughs> that was always the scene that I got wrong in my memory. I always remembered him freaking out more than that. Like I remember oh, okay. him like like breaking the thing and like throwing it and like getting really angry. But it's it's a little based in reality a little bit because he just breaks mm-hmm. the deer's heads and stuff. But yeah, it's a little bit more grounded than that. But uh, <laughs> but it's still funny, like his freak out. You know? Yeah. Well, I was a uh, kind of funny side story. I was putting our Christmas lights up. And uh, there was a strand that went out and I was out there like, what the, what the, I was having this moment and <laughs> Renee looks out at me. She's like, are you clarking out? And I'm like, yes, actually I am. <laughs> oh, <sighs> another thing too, in European vacation, when they're on the, I, I totally forgot this whole second, uh, the, how they actually get the vacation. They're on that yeah, game show. Yeah. 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 They won the prize. The pervy game show host. Like that, yeah. that was such a little yeah. background comedic thing. He's like pervy and like trying to kiss Audrey. Yeah. And it's like that whole thing, like they didn't have to be there. You know, yeah. that didn't have to be that way. You know, that could have just been Clark being funny. And, yep. and that could have well, been just, a... those, I think what it is, is taking the characters like Clark's character and you're just putting him in these scenarios that only someone like Clark Griswold would end up in. And that kind of, I think you're just running with that too. Like, you know, John Hughes as a writer has just masterful ways of doing that with his characters. Like, okay, what situations would this character end up in? And Clark, of course, you know, he's going to end up in the craziest things and have the craziest family interactions and stuff. So I noticed too, there's a lot of with Chevy Chase. I always made the joke. My mom, like these are the Chevy Chase movies. You know, it's really, that's they're casted well, but they're they're essentially like Chevy Chase yeah, like one yeah. Chevy Chase sketch after the other. There's yeah. a lot of scenes with him with no dialogue where he's just funny doing funny oh, physical yeah. stuff, like him trapped in the attic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's so like, eh, whatever. I'm trapped in the attic now. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like he's just getting hit in the head with the board, and it's very like three stages, read, you know. Yeah, I read this little thing that said that was the original Christmas Vacation was a short story, and it was called Christmas 1955, and it was about him just being trapped in the attic. 
that was the origins of it. So it oh, really? Ran from that, yeah. That did feel like it had a lot of heart because he puts on that weird outfit, yeah. like the old 20s, 30s outfit, and he's watching his home movies. He's all freezing. He's like, it's cold. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the scene, too, where he's watching the uh, – he's he's like fantasizing, looking out at the pool. Yeah. And he sees Cousin Eddie come up, and it turns into the girl. He's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus? What? <laughs> For some reason, I remember him going under the curtain. I was like, "What other movie is that?" I was like, "No, no, no, that's that's." Uh, I was thinking like, "Oh, you know what?" Because I was rewatching it a couple nights ago. I yeah. was like, "Well, oh, no, what movie am I thinking about?" I'm, oh, I'm thinking about Tommy Boy, where he's jerking off to the girl in the pool, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like "Yeah, yeah, take it off." And he's like, tink, tink. and then, hey, uh, Richard, what were you doing, Richard? <laughs> What's your like, favorite no, no, no. little rascal is it Spanky? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was God. that. Oh man, that's such a great scene because um, Chris Farley's like, "Where's the gym? Do you know where the gym is?" Like, yeah. he's like, "God dang, it's all right, I'll find it myself." <laughs> he's all bone up. <laughs> you know which way to the gym? <laughs> no one's looking. No one's looking. Hey, other uh, fun fact about uh, Christmas movies. This is a little off topic, but and Chris Farley was the original. Um. He was the one they wanted for Elf, actually, before Will Ferrell. They were looking at Chris Farley. You know, I got to rewatch Elf because I've seen it a couple times on reruns after yeah. I watched it in the movie theaters. I loved it, but yeah, I, I got to rewatch good. it because I love Will Ferrell yep. and he, deserve, he deserves a rewatch because I just haven't seen it in a long time. Well, there's a, uh, if, you, if you have Netflix, there's a, a new series out. It's called. Uh, Christmas movies we love or something. And it basically breaks down different Christmas movies, gives you like the origins and the interviews with the director and the producers and all that. And elf is one of them. We watched it. It was really good because it gives you like a backstory on the whole thing. So we, we watched that. And then after we watched it, we're like, Oh no, we have to watch the movie so we can see all the stuff they talked about. It's very interesting. I love Will Ferrell. (laughs) Like I, 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 I'm a sucker for Will Ferrell, like his sketches on SNL. Yep. I'm a sucker for Step Brothers. Oh my God. Oh. <laughs> my Classic. favorite scene. My favorite scene. Like Will Ferrell is a master at playing a child. So is John C. Riley. Yep. And playing dumb. Um, <laughs> that scene where like we're gonna have so much room for activities. We're gonna make these bunk beds, and they're like making the bunk beds. And he's like, "Can we? Can we make bunk beds? Can we make?" And they're like, "Yeah, whatever. Fine. You have an interview in the morning." John C. Riley's reaction when he, he, he was like crying, he's like, why would you let us do that? Like, <laughs> oh my God, yes. And Will Ferrell's like, oh my God. And, I love uh, the scene right before the bed crashes. He's like, I have a question. I wanted to, some, I wanted to ask you something. How do you feel about guacamole? <laughs> Smash. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> I love Will Ferrell when he. I love the like the voiceover dialogue when they're yelling at each other through the walls. He's like, <laughs> "What did he say? What did he say?" He said, "You're no, no, no power tools." And he's like, "Too cl- too late. We're almost done." <laughs> like, like, <those> <laughs> like voiceover so good. <laughs> too bad. We're we're already done. Uh, I like the whole beginning too when they're asking and and the the dad's like, "I don't care," and they're like, "So is that a yes or no?" <laughs> he's like, yeah. "I don't give a fuck." <laughs> <laughs> they've Man, talked about like, doing another one i'm like i don't know that you can do an, a sequel to that it's just 
It, I don't know. It it's one of the things that's like I don't know how you would do it, but yeah, especially the way it ended too, because they they got all yeah. grown up and yeah, it's really hard to say, huh? Well, it was a John C. Riley interview, and he was just like, you know, I just everybody asks, and I just don't know. This was just such a it just flowed so well. It was just so organic. He's like, if we tried to do another one, I feel like it wouldn't, we'd be trying too hard. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think they're really on board to do it. So I, I don't completely write it off because I saw Anchorman too. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love, I'm going blind. Yep. <laughs> like the whole blind lighthouse stuff is so great. <laughs> You could tell Paul Rudd struggled through that scene, just listening oh to my him. God, yeah. God, Jesus Christ, so good. Will, yeah, Will Ferrell, man, he's he's good. He, I loved him in uh, his little side roles too. He plays uh, Tim and Eric, mm-hmm. <laughs> the mall owner. <laughs> You're gonna make a billion dollars. <laughs> the billion dollar movie, yes. Oh my yeah. God, John C. Riley's he's great in that movie oh too. Like, yes. Oh my God, Taquito. <laughs> My name is Takedo. <laughs> and don't get started on Dr. Steve Rule. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Looking back through. <laughs> the Brown Daycare, man. That one That one is so disturbing. It's so funny. <laughs> what you got on there, boys, Brown? <laughs> oh, God. So I just love bad. the short little, like, TV little ad things he does as Dr. Steve Rule. Like, yeah. like, for your health. Like that little stuff, that little very health stuff. Oh my god, they're only a minute long, but they're so funny. Like, just stop uh, being a dingus, God. Stop being a dingus. Here, eat your more, eat more horse meat. And it's so left field. You know, it's written by Tim and Eric. It's so yeah. out of nowhere. Like Tim had to write that, or Eric had to write that. Oh my god, that was not John C. Riley. That was Tim and Eric writing that. He plays but it's it just gene- his delivery geniusly too. Yeah, it's just oh totally believable. <laughs> you dingus. Back to Christmas Vacation, I just wanted to talk a little about what makes it such a good classic holiday movie. And it's not for everybody, you know? No, Some people I like think, a little more of the tameness, the tame. I Christmas think most movies. people, what's that What's that movie called? The Christmas Story? With the with yeah. little boy yeah. gets his yep. tongue stuck on the pole or whatever. Yep. Like a dumb dumber. Yeah. I hate that movie. <laughs> I do, man. I've rewatched it. I'm what? like, I hate this movie. I, I, Why? I don't see the love for it. I don't know. It's, oh my it's gosh. boring. <laughs> I'm just okay. like, the, I'll take vacation any day. Christmas well, yeah. vacation. Yeah, I, I like, I like watching Christmas Vacation better, but I still love Christmas. It's story. a well-made I just, movie. I just don't enjoy yeah. it. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't. Fair I don't enough. Know. I, okay. Well, maybe hate's a strong word. I just <laughs> find it boring. It's boring. I yeah. guess when they play it 24 hours a day. Maybe I've just seen like, it too many t- times on yeah, reruns. I think that's what it is, is when they play it back to back to back to back to back for 24 hours straight. You're like, okay, this is enough. <laughs> I'll be honest, though. I'm going to choose Christmas Vacation over Home Alone. Oh, yeah? As well. Yeah. I'm going to, cho- yeah. I'm not wrong. So Everyone's too. great. Like yeah. Joe Pesci and Macaulay Cocken. What's his name? Him? Yeah, Macaulay. I thought you were talking about the other crook. No, Macaulay oh. Culkin. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I can now edit and make it sound like we knew from the get go. <laughs> Daniel Stern is the other crook, so it's yeah. Macaulay you know, Culkin. he's actually in a good. He's in a good movie um, where he plays like a a criminal, and he's he accidentally gets involved with these like Boy Scouts, 
Have you seen oh, that wow. movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's like pretending to be a Boy Scout leader. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's yeah. a little left. I know we're talking about the Christmas stuff, but yeah, that's a really fun movie. I liked. I rewatched it a little older, and I was like, I, I still like this movie. Nice. I really like his relationship again. with the Boy Scouts. Yep. Because he's trying to like, like convince him he's like the leader, but he's not. And he's just some like just some scumbag. <laughs> he's one of those actors that you, you don't see him for like ever. And then you see him in some new TV show or, or something like that. Like, oh, yeah, man, he's not, he's not like, uh, he's not like Joe Pesci where he's like in the best yeah. movies ever made, like Goodfellas and, and like Die Hard or not Die Hard, but Lethal Weapon and. He's he's mostly in just comedies. Yeah. Comedies and little side roles. Yeah. But, but yeah. hey, you know what? Probably, he's probably hey, doing really yeah. well. Oh, yeah. Hey, man, he still makes however much money every holiday season from all the Oh, yeah. And... Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> definitely. Little residual checks coming in. That'd be you nice. know, this is going to sound like an unpopular opinion, but I like Home Alone 2 more than Home Alone. Oh, wow. Okay. I didn't like Home Alone 2, necessarily. Really? Nah. I thought they just tried. I thought they tried too hard to not be like the first one, but kind of, sort of, you know, with the whole setting up the, I'm going to save whatever. Save I don't know what it is. Store, I just like, I like the setting of Christmas in New York City. I don't know yeah. what that is. I just like that setting more than the house. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's cool. But I again, don't because I've been there and it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, weekend at Bernie's is right. <laughs> yeah. New York sucks. Let's go to Hamptons. I'm, during the go. holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Very much. Well, the movie took place during the summer, but yeah. Oh, weekend uh, at Bernie's. New York during the non-holiday stuff. It's not too bad. But we went there for New Year's Eve and it was, it was awful. Never do it again. <laughs> Continue. Never again. Oh wow. yeah. It was just so packed it was extremely busy extremely cold um and we tried to do the Times square thing mm. we got there you have to get there we we read this little flyer thing they, you have to get there at 4 p.m and you have to pick your area you want to be in they have everything barricaded it's and you pick your area oh. which once you're in they pat you down once you're in you you have to stay there until midnight until the ball oh. drops if you leave you can't go back in and it was like negative 15 degrees there was no oh. porta potties there was no food vendors like you're just stuck we're like okay now what and everyone's like yay and they're peeing in bottles and we're like this is stupid what, what are we doing <laughs> their hotel was like two blocks down the street and we're like yeah let's just go back to the hotel <laughs> screw this we can look out our window and see the ball drop <laughs> I don't know what it yeah. is, but like when people, especially in the warmth of your hotel as well, uh, and the comfort. Yeah. I don't know. When people start laying all these rules on me, I just, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. Yep. <laughs> like as soon well, as you, you start at- going, like, you can't leave here. You can't do this. You yep. can't. Like, all right. Bye. Okay. Bye. Well, that's the thing is we thought like every time, every, every time you watch it on TV and see it, you think it's just a big crowd of people. Like you just go to Times Square you're in this crowd of other people and you're celebrating your partying. Like it's nothing like that. And there's no, there's like nobody from New York and not very many uh, Americans at all. It was like all uh, people from other countries. So it was like, it's not like you really <laughs> chat them up. Yeah. 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 And like the announcements, they were doing the announcements and they did the first one in English and then they did all the other 
countries' languages because there are so many different nationalities there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, there's no, I guarantee you, nobody from New York was there at all. Like, they're all like, yeah, that's dumb. Don't go there. <laughs> I wonder how many people went there alone. Like, you know, yeah. like a single guy is just like, ah, you know what? I'm going to check it out. And he's like, I'm just going to chat some people up, you know? Yeah. Hey, where do you, I'm from Russia. I don't, don't speak English. No speak. I'm like, oh, I'm going back to my fucking apartment. Like this. Oh, it's, it's a big, I mean, obviously it's a big advertising thing, but it's like, yeah. You, I mean, you don't, you don't understand until you're actually there how much of an advertising thing it really is. Like when they're passing out all this stuff, they're like, okay, here's your Nevia hat and your Nevia towel. <laughs> I want you to hold this up. And like, what, am I getting paid to do this? Like, no, but you're at Times Square, Nevia, Times Square. I'm like, brought to you by Disney. No. Like, yeah, what? Right. what is happening? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's, there's, it's just bad, man. When I watch dude, it now, I'm like, yeah, that's stupid. I would never do that again. You literally, you found some magical list of the quickest way to turn Trevor off from something, and you found it right now. You're like checking every single box. It's crowded. You're shoulder to shoulder. You can't move. There's no bathrooms. You got all these rules, and you can't. And you're getting advertised constantly too. And it's 17 degrees below zero. And it's like, oh my god! Like, what the fuck am I out here for? What the fuck is this going on? And you can't talk to anybody if you're alone. And then it's like. Oh my god! Uh, but it's a good experience to do for the first time. No, it's for not for that ten seconds Don't when it goes it. down. Like, yeah, we didn't no make time. it, man. We made it to like eight. We were like, no, we're out. Screw this. <laughs> you would have to be uh, high as hell to like just get through yeah. the pain of being that crowded and crammed and no bathroom. Well, it's, it's yeah, no bath. Yeah, and they pat you down so you you can't sneak anything in. It's not like you can sneak like a bunch of liquor in. To, Keep you warm. I mean, it's keep like numb. Wow, this is dumb, dude. <laughs> Where's the like? Why aren't they selling food? They could make a killing selling like hot dogs to people. Like, nope, nothing. You know why? It's probably because they leave a bunch of trash behind, like a concert. Oh yeah, in the streets. Yeah. That's why they no food. They yeah. don't want to clean up all that garbage. Well, this year it'll be different. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. There'll be nobody. It's gonna be weird seeing that this year with like nobody Times Square. Just Ryan Seacrest talking to. No one. <laughs> Definitely some foreigners are going to realize, man, this was much better just staying inside and just watching the countdown. <laughs> wow. We were not going there this year. No. Let's go next year. Yeah. Times Square, man. I will say That's... this too. Like one thing, it was very simple. We wanted some coffee because it was so cold. And every single Starbucks line out the door around the corner. <laughs> that reminds me <laughs> what I was just talking about. Bell's okay. Outlet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cold, right? It's been cold in L.A., like, shockingly cold. Yeah, yeah. I saw, I that. saw a I saw that. big line outside Bell's Outlet, uh -huh. and I had ordered a bunch of stuff for, for my parents, so I ordered stuff to go to Florida, where I'm flying to, because I can't carry it on the plane with me, so I, I ordered yeah. all this stuff from presents. That stuff arrived the same day, and some in the morning. I was like, what? And then some stuff of mine arrived I ordered that stuff at like 9 p.m. at night. I saw that line at Bell's Outlet. All those people were out in the cold, waiting, shivering to get into Bell's Outlet. They had a limit of like 25 people in the store only because of COVID. What? And I was thinking. What's a what's a Bell's Outlet? I don't think I've ever seen one. Uh, it's just like a little outlet, closed store, like a um, TJ Maxx, you know. Oh, okay. Okay. I got you. And I just remember thinking like, I just wanted to roll my window and down and go, just shop online. Just order it on Amazon. I got my shit the same fucking day. 
Like it's a uh, waste of time going to, into a store. Like, and you yeah. got me thinking about the whole, uh, you know, New Year's thing. It's like, why sit out there in the cold and and be and suffer when you can just watch it from the comfort of your home in yeah. a nice hotel or a, with with hot cocoa? Like, why why are you suffering out here in the Bell's Outlet during a <laughs> pandemic to get some pants? Like, you it's know, what I mean? experience. Like, <laughs> I, it, it really hurts my brain. I'm like, dude, just get Amazon Prime and just order yeah. the shit online. Like, and, and it's the same day delivery stuff too. No, that makes. That's what I'm saying. Difference. Like, I, dude, I I was shocked at how all my stuff showed up. Yeah. I was like, it's already there in Florida. I just ordered it. I was like, what in the <laughs> hell? It's here. It's like God. Yeah, I've been sending my parents, uh, my family's gifts on Amazon, and. Uh, like I ordered something for my mom yesterday and she was like, Hey, thanks for that item. I'm like, Oh wow. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't even pay you. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, it's, yeah. they're opening all these, uh, same day delivery warehouses and all these like smaller towns. So. It really hurts my brain. I'm like, maybe it's just that thing of like, it just hasn't caught on yet. Like as much as you think it's caught on. Uh, and I'm talking about me. Like I, it's yeah. just, like I'm having that conversation in my brain. Like maybe people don't know about Prime. You know, like how think, quick they get get the crap. To I think you. a lot of people too. They're still like I talked to this kind of old, not older lady, but it was at some store I went to. We were talking about ordering things and Amazon, and and she was like, "Yeah, I just like to actually if I'm going to buy something, I like to go feel it and touch it and see it." And so I think that has a little bit to do with it, especially like a little bit of the older crowd. They still want to like look at the item and feel it. And, touch it and put it in their pants and <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, it. <laughs> to be fair too i think i think too it's a uh, um people are can be quite cheap i'm not i'm talking i'm not talking frugal i'm talking cheap <gasps> i gotta pay ten dollars a month for that no. yeah for that membership because i remember remember at sam's uh you have to pay a monthly membership. Well, fuck you. <laughs> they're like, just like, well, God. So too at Costco. Like, damn, it's even oh, more at Costco. Costco. Yeah. It's like, they, you yeah. have to pay for membership there too. And they're like, screw this. I'm going to Walmart. Yep. Yeah, Dude, people you know, are real cheap remember, about that stuff. I don't remember even like our prime. We pay the yearly fee and it comes out. I think, I think it comes out in December. I don't even know. Like, I don't, I'm like, oh, prime paid. I mean, we paid for our Prime membership. But for like, what you oh, get, yeah, it it's is. a good yeah. deal, man. Like, I, I don't mean to sound like a Bezos advertiser <laughs> or whatever, but like, dude, like, you get you get cloud storage for photos, video, you get music, you get the mm. you get the 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 TV, the movies, the you get the same day delivery, the next day, the free, free grocery. Yep. two-hour window deliver my god it's so much man our, our like, amazon our prime membership pays for itself within the first two months after that's what i'm saying subscribe. like i think i think it's just that looking at the, the yeah. world through the cheap lens like whatever is yep. the cheapest thing that's what you do you know even if it's spending an hour outside a, in a line <laughs> to get into a store you know what i mean like it's like dude duh, like do that. Said, putting value on your time and that's a lot of people don't do that they're like yeah. You know, my time, I'll just spend it standing in line to get a pair of pants. No, no. I and can... the thing that hurts my brain too is like, even at like, even at like cheap places, it will still be cheaper on Amazon. I'm like, mm -hmm. what in the hell? Like, this is $2 cheaper at Amazon. I'm at Walmart. 
Yeah. What? Like what? Another it's just like how Another cheap can it get? They've really, uh, they've really adjusted their prices like, imme- like immensely to compete. And that's I swear to God, they're undercutting everything. Like, yeah. Oh, that's a dollar uh, fifty cent. <laughs> <laughs> like what? I don't think people realize that either. They don't think like, oh, it's Amazon. It's going to be pricey. You know, once you pay the shipping. Well, you don't pay the shipping if you have your Prime membership. I mean. So out there, if you guys, if you're out there listening and you need to buy presents and it's a little (laughs) late and you don't want to go out to Amazon, dude, check it out. Super easy, super convenient. And you'll get the crap the next day. (laughs) I can remember uh, before I was using Amazon, this is years ago. I'd say probably 06, 07, when I was going through my single years, uh, I would go like shopping for my family and I would be so anxious just going out to different stores. I'm like, okay, I got to go here to get this person this and got to go here to this, get this person so this. And, man, I would have to go home and like take a couple of shots just to get back out because it was just so like... I thought, you, I, thought, I thought you said you were about to say I gotta take a couple of showers like you were violated <laughs> like in the bottom of the shower <sighs> the crowds I can't take it the target lady touched me I feel dirty <laughs> no, I'd drop a couple of shots of gin and then head back out and feel like oh, okay this is better <laughs> <laughs> get your DOI uh-huh. yeah. DUI got presents but I got a DUI <laughs> Damn. I got a present for you, son. <laughs> Woo! Uh, it's that POV shot too of them arresting you. That boy's about to go. Your pants falling down. Yeah. Shit. Randy. <laughs> oh, this is America. I thought this, this was Christmas. I thought this was Christmas. I thought this was America. Come on. Uh, you know the surprising thing? As long as I was in Arkansas and drinking and driving all the times I did, only getting one DUI and... The time I got the DUI, I was like the least drunk I've ever been driving before. So it's pretty bad. But to think about that, like, man, I, I mean, I didn't say it to the cop, but I'm like, I've driven under so much worse conditions than this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just so surprising. That's usually when it happens. One. It's it's when you like, you had half a beer and someone yep. barely tapped your bumper and the police officer yeah. was right there. And he's like, oh, I got to. You know, got to figure out for the, the civil discourse, you know, and you're like, oh, no. And that's when you get. Yeah. I'll, t- I'll tell you the quick story about what happened with us. It was actually the night I met Renee, met her at this club. And me and my buddy were driving home and this high speed chase flew by us. And like, we just like riled us up. We're like, whoa, nervous. That's crazy. We should try to follow it. I don't, and just dumb, really dumb. <laughs> and so, like, I speed up to go try to catch up, you know, just to see. Because, you know, we're like, whoa, this is going to be crazy if we catch up to it and see. And as soon as I'm speeding up to go up the hill, this another police officer flies by us going the other way. And he loops around. And then my buddy's like, oh, pull down this neighborhood and throw your car in, uh, or park the car and turn the lights off. We'll duck down. That did not work. <laughs> that, car, that police car pulled right up behind us. And as soon as he popped his spotlight on us, my, my, I looked at my friend and he's like, bail. I'm like, bail. He takes off running. Oh And he's in flip flops. He's in flip flops, like running, <laughs> hauling ass through the neighborhood. And I'm just like, I just put my hands up. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> oh my God. He's like, get out of the car. I'm like, yes, sir. What's the officer problem? 
yeah, yeah. What seems to be the opposite problem? What did you say to him when, when, when you uh, once your car, your friend ran? Like, did you look you know, at him? What did you I say? I told to him? him. I told him every single. I dined his ass out. I was like, he's like, why'd your friend run? I'm like, I have no idea because he's an idiot. His name is this. His address <laughs> is this. You should go pick his ass up. <laughs> What, and, why would uh, you? Why would your friend think you were gonna run? You the car is right there. Know. Like they could just track okay. you down with a tag. <laughs> like stupid. he said, I asked him because well, we, I met up with him later, and uh, I was like, "What the hell, man?" He's like, "I didn't. Th- I meant to tell you the plan. We both bail, and then that next morning, you call and tell them your, your car got stolen." I'm like, "Dude, no. <laughs> that was the big plan." Like that would have been a detective's dream job to try to figure that one out. <laughs> Could you imagine sitting there trying to pretend, make up some person's face that stole your car? It was like yeah. a, uh, he had like really long hair and like a trucker hat. He was a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Just something it's crazy. Some Puerto Rican guy. What was that? And you can see like the sketch artist going, um, this guy wasn't real, was he? Like you can just tell he knows like he were just making up some shit. Like yeah, these proportions that, don't make any sense. Yeah, that detective would have been like, oh, this is going to be good. I'm going to rake this guy. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so that, yeah, that was my first and only DUI. And they charged you a whole $400. Uh, yeah, that's about, <laughs> yeah, that's about 800 <laughs> Dude, I see people driving drunk here in California. I'm like, and I, I'm telling, I can oh tell God. by the vehicle that they're poor. I'm like, dude, you're going to get your life ruined. by a DUI here like I'm talking up to middle class they can fuck you or like you're Mm -hmm. talking like fifteen twenty thousand dollars in fines Mm -hmm. uh community so I'm not I'm talking they will fuck you over here in the state of California if you get caught with a DUI like dude I'm like yeah that's here too you spent all this time getting to this country from wherever country you came from and you're gonna drive drunk dude Mm -hmm. they're gonna fuck you up like just take an uber man like yep. god that's what i say all the time i'm fortunate i mean, I, mean I, I hate that i got a dui but i'm fortunate that i got it in arkansas because that would it's the same thing here if i would have got it here it would have been like five six seven thousand mine was 800 i'm like yeah i would have gotten and that's life-changing that's life-changing mm-hmm. uh, like a uh, fifteen thousand to ten thousand like Oof. fines and all that oh my god dude mm. i had this i knew this one guy who's acquaintance from improv he had it and he oh my god it, it was like the worst thing and he was telling me about it I was like oh my god he got a dui and i was like oh man i'm so sorry dude i'm so sorry i was like i was like and he said he wasn't even like wasted or anything i was like oh i'm so sorry dude like you could tell it it really messed him up like it set him on this bad trajectory financially yeah. it's like man yeah, i can't imagine man i cannot imagine like i'd probably be divorced <laughs> Like it's crazy here. how bad they, oh, yeah. they'll screw you over here with that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, it's weird because this is also the easiest place to get around, like compared to the like, South, you know, when you compare yeah. it's, it's It's like apples and oranges, man. Yep. Um, it's weird, though. The places where it's hard to get around, the DUIs are cheaper. Yeah, yeah. That's a little weird. Hmm. That is know. weird. Yeah, Arkansas, it's, 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 there's no, hardly any public transportation. And all we had at that time was cabs. They didn't have Uber. So I'm like, no one, I'm not going to leave my car somewhere and catch a cab. No. Drive all the way across town. Nope. I'm driving. Cop pulls you over. <laughs> hey, get back home. Hurry up now. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> puking your guts out. Yeah. Don't puke in your never, car, damn it. <laughs> it was never a question there of like if you're out with friends, like who's gonna be the designated designated driver? It's like who's the least drunk to drive? That was always the question. <laughs> Who hasn't had as much to drink tonight? Okay, you're driving. Oh my god, pretty bad. So, yeah. I know you got some juicy Christmas stories, not just DUIs and and the countdown from the New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was all about, or she still is, even now, like having the all the presents, like. Each kid had like 10, 15 presents. And then you have the big reveal present at the end. So everyone, like you finish opening your presents and, and everyone's sitting around like, oh, this is so nice. And then you look up at my mom. She's like, oh, what's that in the tree? It looks like another gift. <laughs> so, <laughs> some years it would be like, you know, like nothing too crazy. But like one year they actually got a, a minivan. And that was like, because we always had like, clunker cars forever and always had to worry about them breaking down all the time like and chevy so chase's car and yeah, vacation yeah. <laughs> really bad man like really bad so wobbling like, wheels and stuff <laughs> like, god dang. <laughs> yeah. oh my god uh, that was one of our big reveal presents i'll never forget that one because i was just i was so excited that we wouldn't be like breaking down on the side of the road <laughs> like oh my god we're we're gonna be able to go places i'm not gonna be embarrassed <laughs> but yeah, I mean nothing. Can't think of anything I too crazy. I had this. I had that. I was like wanting this bicycle so bad. It was like a fancy mountain bike, and I remember just wanting it so badly. And my stepdad got it for me. He like the way he revealed it. Santa brought something. He pulls up. Like <laughs> it was all silver and shiny. I was like, Ooh. oh my god! And I was like, yeah. It got stolen like two days later. Oh. I kid you not. I was like, no. It was like two hundred something dollars. Oh, I was like, yeah. that's so bad. I do and remember you actually. Bring you a lock. <laughs> I remember. I remember being so dumb, little dumb kid. Spoilers: Santa isn't real. But I <laughs> don't do that. We're gonna lose <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I remember. I remember really thinking he was real, and I was like, I think I can hear him on the roof out there. <laughs> is, that, is that him? I don't know. Ooh, it's cold out there. Maybe he's out there right now. And I'd always, I always had this like weird thing in my mind, like, is he going to come to our house first, or he's going to go to the neighbors first? I don't know. Yeah. Do they have kids? No, they don't have kids. I was like, <laughs> I was never thinking that as a kid. Like, yeah. now I look back, I'm like, you were so stupid, <laughs> <laughs> you idiot. Uh, that I reminds remember, me. <laughs> I remember not having a house with no chimney and being like, where, the, where's he going to come down? We had a the chimney, but it was closed down. off, and I was like, is he yeah. going to be able to get through? I don't know. <laughs> Oh my god. And I always thought, well, maybe he'll break in through the back door. <laughs> I thought that. I was like, hey, just, he'll just jimmy the lock a little bit. And just, it would have been me. messed up if you got broken into that night. You're like, Santa. And he's like, it's like some dude. Go to bed. <laughs> Get back in bed, you little fucker. <laughs> he's got a beard, too. Oh, you smell Santa. <laughs> that reminds me, too. Like, have you seen that? I got to send it to you. There's this YouTube little clip of the Easter bunny. These two kids are like, yay, presents. And the, the mom goes, the Easter bunny, he's outside. And the dad's in the costume and he bangs on the window. It scares the shit out of the kids. They're like, ah! 
they scream and freak out. They're so scared of the oh, Easter Bunny. Nice. Like, dude, I have to send that to you. It was, it's like only 10 seconds long, but it's so freaking hilarious. The way they react, it's like a horror monster. It was so freaking hilarious. Is it like a live thing? Yeah. It oh, was God. It was the dad dressed up as the as a creepy looking Easter Bunny. It looks so creepy in the window because it was at nighttime. He's like banging on the windows, the Easter Bunny. The kids turn around and freak the hell out. They're so scared for their life. Oh my God. They just scream for their like, oh my God. It is so freaking funny. That 10 seconds is pure bliss. <laughs> God, I got to send that to you. Jesus. I was thinking, but that's how I thought about the Easter Bunny too. Oh, he's outside somewhere. Oh the magical creatures outside. He's going to bring us eggs. Wait, what? And then you realize that, <laughs> and then you just realize at some point, my parents were getting such a kick out of lying to my ass. <laughs> <laughs> he came down the chimney. I saw him. All that stuff about Jesus. <laughs> you know what? It really started clicking when I was a little getting a little, as you know, you get older. My mom's like, "Don't look in the trunk." And I was like, "Why did she say not look in the trunk? Is there a body in there? Like, what's going on?" Like, and there would be like, you hear noises like. I thought you wrapped all the presents, Mom. Like, no, no, uh, I just forgot to wrap something. I was like, oh, that was that was when it, I started realizing, oh, there's Santa. Well, Santa, my mom would always be like, well, I, I get you some things, and then Santa gets the big reveal one. That's not for me. I'm like, oh, Santa got us the minivan. Thanks, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Took you long enough. Oh, Lord. See, we're, Renee and I have talked about, like, how we're going to approach this with, you know, having a new kid coming in and, uh, a new kid, you're already having well, a kid, you know, you know <laughs> you're not a, we're getting rid of the old kid. We're getting a new one, <laughs> trading it in new kids on the block. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're like, we want to do like, um, you know, have the whole Santa Claus thing when she's like really, really young. And then like, not really, not really keep the idea of like, there's old, fat man comes in our house and leaves stuff but kind of let her you know figure it out on her own but not you know not keep that going maybe just keep it like a, it's the spirit it's the idea of the santa <laughs> yeah Saint Nick. you know what's very weird is coca-cola essentially created santa claus like the modern santa claus back in the i think it was the 30s or 40s coca-cola uh, petitioned a painter. I can't remember his name. Um, but he, at that point in time, Santa was more like elfish creature okay. with a beard, and it was based heavily on Saint Nick. But it was more of like elfish, like European. It was very European, the lore on Santa. And he drew Santa as this big, jolly, fat, white guy with a beard, white beard, mm -hmm. and, and a red suit. That's how he painted him. That was an idea from a painter and that Coca-Cola oh, then took and plastered all over their drinks and their ads and put Santa Claus drinks Coca-Cola, you know, and that's the modern Santa. Okay. It comes from. Yeah. And I didn't know that. I thought that was how Santa was portrayed in like for hundreds of years or whatever. Nope. Yeah. I thought so that's, too. that's very recent commercial things. That, very commercialized. That, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's only been around for like, I don't know, 80 years. I know wow. that sounds crazy, but like, yeah, he didn't exist in that form from, huh. from, only until like early 20th century. Leave yeah. It to, uh, leave it to the advertisers and the, 
corporations. Yeah, it's it really it's really weird that that came from an ad. The modern idea of Santa, really, the way he looks. I mean, like the his embodiment yeah, yeah. and the reindeer and the, the old fat white man. That's all <laughs> relatively new in terms of like history. It's not new in terms of like years. Like eighty years is still a long time, but you know what I mean. Like in terms of history, you think that'd be like old as hell. Like you think that'd be oh hundreds of years. But no, 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 not really. The just the idea of a guy giving out presents is old. Mm, the yeah. based on Saint Nick, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, it's really I, weird. But I, the magical I, thing actually is pretty old. Him being like yeah, a magical yeah, elfish like spirit, the saint. Yeah, saint that's Nicholas. very, that's very old. The idea of him being like this, having this like magical quality to him. I'll tell you one movie that another Christmas movie that I really like their interpretation of Santa and the elves and. North Pole and all that was uh, Fred Claus. I don't know if you've seen mm. that one. No, I don't think I've seen that. Oh my gosh, with Vince Vaughn. No, I don't think I've seen that. He plays Santa's brother. Oh, Fred, that. dude, that one's that one's one of my favorites. It's right up there with with Christmas Vacation. It's really good. The whole concept is that you know Santa's got a brother and he's he's not anything like Santa. He just lives in Chicago and <laughs> he's kind of a scam artist. <laughs> That it's reminds Vince me. Vaughn's. It's a perfect character for Vince Vaughn. Well, every time someone says the name Fred, I think of two things: Freddy Krueger, and I think of that movie Drop Dead Fred. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a memory, a childlike fever dream that I had. Drop Dead Fred. I was like, wait a minute, that was a movie from my childhood. <laughs> I watched. I'm like, I thought that was just like a crazy bad fever dream. Yeah, that was, I was a like weird that. Movie. I that's that a, a very weird movie. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I rewatched it as a teenager just to, cause I couldn't believe it. That was like, Oh, that's a real thing. I was like, I thought that was just something I concocted. And I watched it. I was like, Oh my God, this movie is so weird. Trippy. Yeah. The whole imaginary friend dropped dead friend and she tries to get rid of him. Yeah. That's really weird. It's a very weird concept. Anyways. Um, so what do you think about, um, Santa Claus, the movie with, uh, what's his name? Cause I, that's one of my favorites too. Um, oh, Tim Allen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one's good. I, one's I love good. that movie. I yep. really do. Like him getting fatter <laughs> and getting the beard. And he, he shaves the beard. He like grows back instantly. Yep. He's like, that ah! one good. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love the whole like lore of the elves and the, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just really love yeah. that movie. That whole idea is good too. Like that, you know, Santa, whoever puts his coat on or whatever is the next Santa. That's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah I, like I just love, I just love I just loved that. I, I remember watching that so many times, reruns. Yep. I remember just eating the cookies. And <laughs> I remember having like the choice: you can watch, you can watch uh, uh, Christmas Story, or you can watch this movie with Tim Allen. That's super funny. Love it. And it's like mm, I'm gonna choose this one every time. Like as a kid, you know, I'm gonna choose. Maybe that's just nostalgia. Christmas story hater. <laughs> but I don't know. Like maybe I have to watch Christmas Story again. I have to rewatch it as an adult. Adult. Because it's been a so. while since I've seen it. When was the um, last time you saw it? Probably when I was like 17, 18. Oh, dude. Yeah, you got to watch it again. Maybe that's Just what once, it is. though. Just once. Don't watch it like 24 hours straight. You know what's crazy <laughs> bad, though, is the the thing that stood out to me was, in the Tim Allen one, was like, just that scene where he's, and I guess it's just because I love the song, where he's like walking down the hallway, and he's like really like getting into the groove of being Santa. Give me all your loving, all your hugs and kisses, too. Yeah, and he's like plays the ZZ Top as he's getting ready to go out and get presents. I yeah. always stood out to me. I was like, I don't know, that just like burned in my retinas of Tim Allen dancing. 
<laughs> with, with a big old gut, just yep. you know, getting ready to be Santa. That was good too. The the special effects and everything with the fat suit and all that. It was it worked really yeah, well. Yeah, it's a well made movie, and I think they made a sequel. I don't remember seeing the sequel oh, the that sequels much. Sequels are terrible, man. <laughs> none of the, none of the sequels are good. Like, oh, even with the, if they have Tim Allen in it. Yeah, they're not good. I've um, tried to watch all of them, and they're just uh, unbearable. <laughs> it's like the Randy Quaid Christmas Vacation yeah, sequel. Yeah, uh, they're really bad. Like Tim just, Allen, why did you have to cash grab? Just check, cash a check. I mean, if you want to watch them, feel free. But man, I get through about ten minutes of it. I'm like, yeah, this is terrible. Man. <laughs> <sighs> it it yeah, just yeah, goes to show you, man. I guess I'll have to rewatch all these movies because, like, yeah. you know, there's so much stood out to me in Christmas Vacation, even though I've seen that, you know, two, mm-hmm. three years ago with my mom. And I, I was watching that one scene with the squirrel. I don't know if I mentioned this to you, but, like, so I smoked a little bit of pot. And you know how it kind of opens a third eye and mm-hmm. you, you see things differently, especially acting in movies. You, you notice bad acting more when you're high for some reason. But you also notice technical things too, like the camera work and like the POV thing. Like you notice stuff like that more, like uh, creative decisions. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "What? Why are they freaking the fuck out over this squirrel? They're freaking the fuck out over a squirrel in mm-hmm. their living room. It's like it's just a squirrel." And I was thinking, like, you know what? I bet you in the original screenplay, like the first draft, that was a fucking raccoon, big yeah. ass fucking raccoon, and they yeah. just could not get a fucking raccoon. They just could not find a trained fucking raccoon. And they were like, eh, fuck it. We'll just get a squirrel and just rewrite it. And it's safer because raccoons can be dangerous. Yeah. You know what I mean? They I have rabies see, I could shit. see the, uh, in the movie, though, I could see the women being scared. But well, yeah. The, they, guys, uh, like, the, the aunt, like, faints. Too. She, like, yeah. faints when she sees a squirrel. I guess that's like a mouse kind of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. okay. But something tells me that was a screen rewrite because they couldn't yeah. get a fucking raccoon. Because <laughs> it makes me think of the Family Guy where they're freaking out where the fucking raccoon keeps attacking him yeah. when he's in the when he's in the south. <laughs> he opens the fridge and he's like attacks him. He's like, oh fuck, ah, oh. like raccoons. <laughs> the coon, like, oh, the coon got him. But that's that's what I think is raccoons, man. They're fucking scary, dude. Like mm-hmm. you see them at night, they're fucking like monkeys, dude. Yeah. Like they'll get on their hind legs, they and they won't leave. Like they don't, they don't, they don't scare easy. I'll be like, no, they're scary, dude. dude. In the night, they be climbing fences and shit. I'm like, yeah. dude, that's creepy, dude. You're like, walk up to him. I'm going to get a picture. Oh, wait, he's not moving. Oh, wait, he's coming at me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the eyes be glowing and shit. Like, oh, oh, oh God. He's got large teeth. And, and they got those hands. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. I, I really feel like the original draft was probably a raccoon. And I they see said, that. And they just said, fuck it. We can't. Yeah. And it's, the raccoon made no sense for the tree anyways. <laughs> they're like, ah, fuck it. I like the... Uh... The ant, though. What's her name? The senile one. What's that mm-hmm. squeaky sound? <laughs> <laughs> I love the uncle, like yeah, oh, the smoker voice and the. <laughs> I you love him. A dump truck driving. I don't know. Truck the cement factory. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen him in any other movie, but damn, he's funny. He's been. I don't recognize him. I can't remember. Yeah, he's in something else, but I can't recognize him. I don't know what it is. It might have been yes. Home Alone. It might have been the second one. Been. I yeah, I don't know. Um. What was oh, there's this other thing that I was I was gonna say. Oh, this this is I don't know if this is a mean thing to say, but it's really hard for me to imagine Randy Quaid is the brother of is it Dennis Quaid or Danny Quaid? Oh yeah, Dennis Quaid. It, 
it's really hard for me to imagine that. I don't, it's like, yeah. I just can't see them being brothers. Yep. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. I have mean, struggle. It's like, damn, yeah, that's his brother? Yeah, well, he's been in a lot of things too. He's yeah, totally he's different a, personalities. And just totally different yeah. vibes. And it's like, yeah. no, they can't be brothers. No. Yeah, Randy Quaid now is, he's all like, kind of in that QAnon and all that stuff. He's like really into the conspiracy stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. just so out there and like outlandish. Dennis Quaid is like so down to earth. Awesome looking. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Like, I'm like yeah. laid back. I'm like, are, are you sure they're in the same family? <laughs> uh, yeah. And I don't mean to, and I don't mean that to like debash. I love uh, Danny Quaid or uh, Randy, Randy Quaid. Yeah. Yeah. I think Randy's great. He's so, he's good in Independence great, Day too, man. as the crop duster guy, like yeah. who's been adopted by aliens. He's great. Um, I just, um, they just play such different things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because their looks are different. I mean, Dennis Quaid is like this handsome model looking dude. Randy Quaid looks like a, looks like Cousin Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> With the plate. <laughs> well, Clark. Uh, um, yeah. It's a little softer, so I can't be sliding down the hill. <laughs> and the, the 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 follow up to that when Clark's like, uh, "You really think it'll matter, Eddie?" And he's like, "Well, the thing is, it, it, my, my hair just won't look the same if it dents <laughs> in right here." My favorite <laughs> line in the movie. My whole favorite interaction is with he goes, he goes, uh, Eddie, your heart is bigger than your head. And he goes, "Thank you, Clark. That meant so much to me." <laughs> He's like, you just called you dumb. <laughs> and you're like, thanks, Clark. Oh, God. I, I mean, something to me. And then the, uh, of course, the famous shitter was full scene. That's so good. Oh, yeah. When he's the neighbor. Oh, I forgot she's in that uh, from, from Seinfeld. I always forget yeah. she's in it. Um, Louise Stripes. Yeah. I always forget. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. Elaine. <laughs> shitter was full. <laughs> Shitter was full. Dude, that was my costume for Halloween one year, and everybody got it. Like everybody. Oh, we were walking down the street on Broadway, uh, just just down the street here. And we were walking, meanwhile, and uh Renee and everyone was like yelling across the street, Hey, shitter was full. <laughs> I had a bad did, did you ever have the 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 leisure suit out uh costume no, too? No, no, I didn't From do that. First but, one. He wears yeah. it again, actually. They they did a callback to the first movie. He wears oh, it again, nice. and I, f- I forgot he wore it again in the movie. I was like, oh, Christmas vacation, he wears the leisure suit, too. He puts it on yeah. oh, at yeah. dinner. He's got the leisure suit, the blue leisure yeah. suit. <laughs> yeah, that's great. But this one, I had a bathrobe. I had the hat. I had a – I put on some box, like shorts, but I didn't wear anything else. So I had some uh, black dress shoes. And then I got, like, a piece of, like, a, like a cheap pipe thing. I was just carrying that around. <laughs> There's a, there's always this reoccurring joke between him and Randy Quaid and Chevy Chase. And it's always the, he says something while Chevy Chase is like eating or drinking and coughs because he doesn't realize like the joke. One joke was, uh, well, Clark, you know, I'm, we're so glad you're letting us stay here for a month. And then Clark's like drinking. He's like, <laughs> he's like can't believe like they're going to stay there all the way through January. He's like, oh, oh God. Because he, he just can't stand it. Yep. The delivery, the delivery on that is perfect. Oh, yeah. yeah Chevy Chase's Darby. reaction every time. It's just, God. Because yeah. <laughs> he just oh, hates him so much. I just love it. <laughs> Can I get you a refill, Eddie? Can I drag you out in the middle of nowhere and leave you for dead? 
Clark, I'm good. I love Vegas vacation when they visit him. He's like, well, Clark, I got this land for so cheap. And, you know, it's like, yeah, they detonated some warheads or something. It's like nuclear war, (laughs) nuclear bomb testing site. He's like, let me round the kids up. Kids, snakes, get them. (laughs) What? Oh, my God. Yeah, that's that's a good one, man. Yeah, I love when he says... uh, he says to he says, Eddie, where's the grill? He's like, oh, grill? You don't need a grill. Here, he just throws the chicken like right on the rock. Starts cooking. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite scenes too in that one is the, uh, the the crappy casino. And I'm like, oh my God, that's some good stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. Pick a number, any number. Uh, seven. Nope, <laughs> yes, eight across the, the board. Freaking, and the music, dude, the music choice is so good. It's like, it's just like crap, stupid crap. And they're just, pick a number. Oh, you picked the wrong number. This is stupid. Is anyone ever going to win that one? I do get fired. The funny thing is, you see those places when you go to Vegas. Yeah, There's like tons yeah. of them on the outskirts of town, the crappy, crappy. offshoot <laughs> poker places. They're like, uh-uh, I'm not going in there. Well, even the, even the sign is even cheesier and sleazier than yeah. the strip. It'll say like one dollar casino. It's like, oh god. Oh, was it one like paper rock scissors? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. All these stupid games. The the guess the number one. That's the that's the funniest that's one I think. Be, yeah. Definitely the one that makes me laugh. Why would you every ever time. play that? Why would you ever play that? Hundred bucks on eight. <laughs> Six across the board. Oh my god. There oh, was man. another one though. I can't remember. I think it yeah. was like what was it? Damn. It was something lame. Like, well, yeah, it was God. The music <laughs> choice, though, that's really what gets me too. Is that pick a hand? Which hand is it in? Pick a hand, any hand. <laughs> yeah, so switch it when they pick the other one. Or the cups, oh, the cups. Yeah, I think maybe yeah. they do the cup thing too. Oh my God! Oh, the best good. part too, I think, for me especially, is is the Wayne Newman. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. He's like, when she opens the thing, she thinks it's going to be like a diamond ring or something. It's a, it's a lock of my hair. <laughs> <laughs> he's so like vain and selfish and everything. It's like, uh, he's like, here's my hair. You mean oh, so much yes. to me. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. When, uh, did you know she was, I don't know if she's still his wife. She's Al Pacino's wife. Who? Beverly? Yeah. What? Let me look it up right now. That way I, I make sure I don't think they're I don't think they're married anymore. But that was for the longest time. That was she was married to Al Pacino. Oh my gosh. That's nuts. Let's wives. See. I did Google search that said Al Pacino's wives. <laughs> yep. Okay. Beverly D'Angelo. Yep. And they went to and his he has never been married. No. Oh okay. So two thousand three. Okay, they've been together, but they weren't married. Yeah. So they cohabitated or whatever, you know, millennial stuff. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was like, what? I could not picture them together at all in my brain. I was like, no, that can't be true. Mm. It's the same thing with the Danny Quaid, the Randy Quaid, Dennis Quaid. I was like, no, yeah. no. There's a different, there's a few brothers like that. There one, one is like, uh, what is it? What's his name? Daniels, Jeff Daniels, but no, Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges and Bo Bridges. They both have had, they're both actors, but they've had completely different like paths, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. It's kind of, you know, it also reminds me of the, the, the Baldwin brothers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like one Baldwin is in a bunch of like B movies, like yeah. vampires with, uh, with, uh, what's his name? James Woods. 
And the other bald Billy one's Baldwin. like, <laughs> and the other bald one's like in Mission Impossible movies with Tom yeah. Cruise. And like, whoa. Oh, dude, that's another scene. Uh, that's a really good scene in Fred Claus because, you know, Fred is Santa's brother. So he goes to this therapy, this therapy class of all different famous brothers. And one of them is uh, Clinton's brother. One of them is the, uh, what's his name? One you just talked about. Uh, damn it. You know. Alec Baldwin? Uh, or Yeah, uh, Billy Baldwin or whatever his name is. Oh, Billy Baldwin. It's him. You're like, whatever, it's, it's one of the Baldwins. And then it's uh, Stallone's <laughs> brother. It's their, all their actual brothers. It's, you know, they're all in this little therapy session. And they're talking about how it's it's just rough being the brother of a famous person. And and Fred's like, yeah, my, my you know, my brother's Santa Claus. And they're like, whatever, you liar, get out of here. <laughs> It's just such a funny scene because it's like actual brothers of all these guys. And you're like, this is, this is good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look that up now. <laughs> Dude. And guess who Santa is? It's perfect. It's Paul Giamatti plays Santa Claus. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's perfect, man. They do all these things with like, you know, this whole family rivalry, fighting and fighting stuff. And Kathy Bates plays the, the mom, Santa's mom and Santa and Fred's mom. So it's good. It's a really good cast. I Kevin think Spacey's I've seen this. I think I just blocked it out of my memory. Oh, I think I've seen it, it as a kid. Yeah. You have homework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Kevin Spacey before he fell off the radar and was found out to be nasty. <laughs> I think we all knew secretly deep down that he was nasty. <laughs> no, He's I'm such serious. A good actor, like, man. You know, I just hate to see that. It's kind of like I mean, the reverse opposite. Yeah, it's kind of the reverse opposite of Beverly. Like, I can't picture Beverly being with anyone else but Chevy Chase, you know? And yeah. I'm like, Al Pacino? Yeah. But it's like the reverse. What? Like, I'm like, yeah, he is the, his he is his characters. Yep. You know, Kevin Spacey? I don't, I don't know, know if I'm going to keep this in. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know, because it's like it has nothing to do with Christmas, and it's dark. Well, Kevin Spacey was in Fred Claus. I think that's what it was. That's Drop one of his Dead last Fred? ones. Was yeah. he in that too? I just don't remember. Don't Kevin Spacey's in Drop Dead Fred. What? He's yeah. Fred. Oh my god. Is he? That's crazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> or he busted Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> oh. Drop Dead Fred's pants down. Drop Dead Fred. <laughs> oh, you're imaginary. Well, I'm gonna imagine you're 14. 